I'm here because I wanted to talk to you about us. Hi, John Flynn. Hello, Eric Bernard. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited for our guest this week. He so is please tell me who he's an I'll tell you who he is. He's okay, actor, tell me. he's a director, he's a comedian, he's a playwright, he has a wonderful podcast. Um, oh. and he is a dear friend of mine from college who we bonded over erotica and the sex book together. <laughs> Please give it up for Jason O'Connell. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Uh, it's so good to see you, John. So good to meet you, Eric. And so good to dive back into I mean, It's been a while since I've yeah. reveled, reveled it's, in It's uh, a pretty common, common uh, refrain for most of our guests of like, this was so nice to have an excuse to just watch a whole bunch of hours. Of yeah. I love it. Loved it. But this was like, this was much, there was a lot of viewing to do for this, right. but it was more bite-sized chunks, you know, true, it true. was a, you know, it wasn't like watching an entire concert. It was like, <laughs> but it made me want to watch some entire oh, concerts sometimes. And then other times it was like, this is for the best, but this is, but this is three minutes. This is all I needed to see of that. <laughs> <laughs> Leave them wanting more, Madonna. <laughs> exactly. So good. Well, so tell us, like, what is your your love of Madonna? Like, where does it come from? Like, what do you what it, where where what's your his, what's your history? I mean, my history. Um, you know, I mean, I get I I, I I you know the very first feelings towards Madonna were purely sexual, and uh, you know that was you know so. And so the, you are a second heterosexual man on the podcast. Thing. Am I the only the second one? Oh, there you only go. The second. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I had you know. I mean, I had I, yeah. I had pretty. I, at first, I was afraid, but you know, like had a healthy fear of her. You know, it, it was both drawn right. to her and not repelled, but you know, just scared, nervous. Overwhelmed. I, I was a very, very overwhelmed by her sexuality, and uh, you know, and uh, and and the feelings and thoughts that it was. Uh, <laughs> conjuring within me and then uh yeah and i but i always really i always really liked her I, I and then i admired her business savvy and i i thought and i really loved her as a especially around the i you know which i'm i'm sure a lot of people would say there's like i feel like peak madonna was blonde mm-hmm. ambitiony madonna yeah. you know kind of like everything from mm-hmm. express Immaculate yourself and yeah. vogue immaculate collection which are right around the time that i met you and Right. When the sex book came out, and then then it started getting weird. But um, but it was <laughs> that's probably a, my fault. That was probably me. But I was a big fan. No, no, you were great. You you curated that dorm room lovingly. It was like a a museum to Madge. Um, were you guys roommates? No, no, no. Oh, you just had your, you just had. <laughs> but a I think lot we of... lived in like the same tower. Yeah, I yeah. probably Tower C or something. Yeah, Tower C. Yeah. I was on the third floor. You were probably. I was up like on the 11th or something like that, yeah. from what I recall. But um, from what I recall, uh, from those halcyon days. But um, yeah, no, I but I always loved her. And then I was like, kind of felt protective of her, like during Evita and stuff. I was like, she can do it. She yeah, deserves yeah. that. That yeah. Golden Globe is not. They didn't buy that for her. She's, not She's Adora, right? Yeah, exactly. I had such high 
high hopes for her. And I've you know, and I've continued to love her through the years. But I, I gotta say, it was funny, like watching, you know, and we're gonna talk about them and stuff, but it's funny to realize that she hasn't and she hasn't actually performed on the VMAs in like 20 years. I mean, that's it, and that kind of coincides with around the time that, you know, my my knowledge, my you know, I don't have yeah. an encyclopedic knowledge of Madonna, but I feel sure. like what I know kind of tapers off right after you know music, and then it just yeah. kind of goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It fades away, but um, come yeah. for a lot of people. Usually, like Confessions is the last album that most people feel like they really mm -hmm. know, and then after that, it's like they know four minutes and one or two other songs. Yeah, like I, I feel like she should have okay. gotten an Oscar nomination for Evita, just just out of pol you know out of politeness, <laughs> out of politeness, just because I mean, just it's just good form. <laughs> I, you know what? It's so funny because, up, you know, yeah. at the time I felt like, yeah, but that was 25, 30 years ago, almost. I mean, whatever it was. But uh, so, yeah, at the time I was really like, oh, she she, she was robbed or whatever. But yeah. I haven't watched it in a long time. So I don't I don't know. But I remember thinking she was great, you know, and, and uh, yeah, I thought that would have been I it was like I, I could, you could see it in her eyes how much she wanted it and yeah. how happy it would have made her and i and i remember the i'm sure you guys have talked about this at some other point the when she was on the oscars in i guess it was 91 when she sang the sondheim right song that right and how how nervous she was like how much she wanted that acceptance from that community yeah and i mean she was shaking like a leaf in the performance at first and then she was really nailing it and it was i thought she did a beautiful job but you know i've seen i remember it then and i've seen it since and i've heard other people talk about it since and it feels like that was you never see her like that you never see her kind of you showing like stage intimidated like, sort of like oh yeah. shit yeah. yeah yeah she was intimidated she wanted like jack nicholson and all these people <laughs> everybody there <laughs> right. at the oscars to be like not bad you know I mean, <laughs> and I, I i felt for her i thought that was really charming actually so yeah i did too it was very very vulnerable and she like you said she powered through and she Nailed it, because she's yeah. a pro. It was great. So have you ever seen Madonna live? Have you ever seen any of her concerts or anything? No, no. I know, when we've talked about this before, I think. But yeah, no, I, I, I got close to catching her, uh, the Blonde Ambition tour, but I did not. And I'm, I'm, I'm still living to regret it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any plans or any thoughts of maybe trying to see the Celebration tour? It's just so expensive. I mean, I would, so I would love yeah. to, but it's just so crazy expensive that I, I, I probably not, probably not. But um, yeah, Amy Lloyd was in the. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd love to, but what, yeah. what are the odds, yeah, right? That's be a ticket, sure. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I'm not that like laissez-faire. I mean, I would put money out, but I mean, it's just like the, the scope of it is just uh, it's beyond me i think if someone gives me a ticket and picks me up <laughs> right. and i'm not doing anything that <laughs> and explains who madonna is and all that then sure before we talk about the vmas which we're going to do. Do we say that that's what we're doing today? Do we need to today? We're talking oh, about Madonna's VMA performances. We are. Uh, performances and appearances. Yes, the major or notable appearances that she's made at the VMAs. Over the last 40 years. 40 years. Whoa. But before that. I have some trivia questions. 
for you, John and Jason. Yes. All right. Okay. Ready? There's four. The dress, okay, in Vogue, in the, her Vogue VMA performance, where she's like Marie Antoinette, the dress that she wears was worn by another celebrity in another vehicle prior to Ooh. this. Guess who it is? Who, what's your idea? My guess is mm, Michelle Pfeiffer in Dangerous Liaison. Oh, that's so close. Is it Glenn is it Close Glenn in Close? Dangerous yes. Liaison? <laughs> ah, goddammit. <laughs> We can post pictures. So, so one of my good friends, Brendan Cooper, who we've I've talked about on this podcast before, mm-hmm. he emailed me pictures to, and he's like, "Look, it's the same dress," which I guess mm-hmm. is a known thing. He works in wardrobe and costuming and stuff like that. So maybe it's like, "Oh yeah, we all know that in this in world." <laughs> yeah, we weren't surprised to see that dress. Um, <laughs> rear its head again. <laughs> rear oh, its crinoline. This bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me, I feel like I thought Glenn Close was taller than Madonna. Well, yeah, that's Glenn Close what I. Tiny. See, that's what made me. Th- I pictured Glenn Close as more uh, is t- as taller and a bigger woman than Madonna, and that's why I thought Michelle Pfeiffer would probably be. Yeah, know, be a better, I was but, once but, on a flight with Glenn Close. She's tiny. She is. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Huh. I would have guessed if you had to tell me, if you maybe guess, I would say five seven for Glenn Close, which is small compared to us, probably. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. I, I know but Madonna's like, like five one, right? Five two. I think she's Gosh. taller than that. I don't think so. Oh she's a peanut. Oh. Glenn Close is five foot five. Okay. According to the internet, uh-huh. reliable that is. Madonna's height is Madonna? five foot three. Oh, five foot three. How how tall's just for the just for shits and giggles, Michelle Pfeiffer. How tall is Michelle Pfeiffer? <laughs> Can you tell me that? Five foot seven. Five, five foot seven. seven. She's so the tallest. Just pop up wow. two, two That's where I was getting at five foot seven really strongly. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, oh, she's five five, but she gives five seven. <laughs> okay, good. We solved it. We got one. The next Ooh. question is. Uh, the next, the next three questions are all about the song Vogue. And all of the questions are about Vogue. Yeah. That's oh, fine. yeah. Is that right? It's <laughs> um, her best song. It's her this, best song. I say. <laughs> and a lot of people say so. A lot of people think that. You, I do love that's it. From, so usually I get my trivia from Madonna Song by Song by Mark Andrews, which is a brilliant book. Today I got them from this other podcast that John turned me on to, which is now done. So I'm going to cite my sources. It's a podcast called Inside the Groove, hosted by Edward Russell, who's British. And he's like a forensic investigator when it comes to like how these songs were put together. And he understands music in a way that I don't. But it's super fascinating to listen to if you're at all inclined inside the groove. So he like breaks down how and like the story behind like how this was recorded and where and who like did what. And so like, this is the first time that Madonna had worked with, this is the first time she's working with Shep Pettibone as like both of them collaborating to create a new song. At this point, Shep Pettibone had just done like remixes of her songs. Mm. And I guess was, I don't know if Shep Pettibone is like the first person to do this, but like was on the forefront of not only remixing songs, but like rebuilding them from scratch, like getting like her vocal track and then like recreating things. So. For instance, the the version of Express Yourself that we know of in the video and how she performed it on Blonde Ambition is the Shep Pettibone 
one of his remixes. Like she liked it so much that she was like, I'm not doing the album version. I'm doing this version of it. It's very influential, influential in her sound. So as he points out, oh, and this was like a famous, there was like, not, I don't know how famous. There was a lawsuit. They got sued. Madonna and Chip Pettibone got sued by a band for sampling their song in Vogue. And it's a song from the early 70s by a group called MFSB, which stands for Mother, Father, Sister, Brother. And the song is, you get more than one guess. I was thinking like you each can get three guesses. Oh, okay. forget it. But, but I'm going to give you John, a John can have six. <laughs> I don't gonna, know what I'm doing. No, you're, you're going you're to be able to guess it because I'm going to tell you part of oh. the title and then you're going to tell me the last word. The song is called Love is the Blank. Love is the answer. The answer. No. <laughs> Love John. is the master? No. Love is the hmm. Love is the key. Oh, that's good. But not. <laughs> uh Love is the victim. Ooh, ooh. I like that, but it's not it. <laughs> Love is the only way forward. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't really, I don't have, I have no clues. Okay, John, you have one more guess. Love is the, the backbeat. Oh, I wish. Love is the message. Oh. Aww. And it's the, the sample is those little horns. They're like, wah, wah, in vogue. Oh, right. If you listen to the song, you're like, they, well, Chef Pettibone says that he recreated the, them, like he, re, uh -huh. that he like, mm, he did he definitely sound. like use them, but he recreated the sound. And then the judge ruled that they were, it was too like inconsequential to not enough of the song to, for people to be like, <laughs> oh, they stole love is the message. Yeah, um, I was going to say, if it's just that, that's like, you know, it's a little on. bit, it's a little bit more than that. When you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, that's, it's All kind right. of like, though, <laughs> like they built it kind of off that. Okay, next question is Chef Pettibone, Chef Pettibone, Chef Pettibone <laughs> also remakes for a lot of other artists during this time. And somebody, I don't know who put, I think his, I can't think of the guy's name right now, I'm blanking on it, but his assistant in an interview later talking about recording Vogue said that it was heavily, he heavily influenced in, in a way that like maybe Chef Pettibone like uh, cannibalized some of his own work prior mm. to this to create the sound for Vogue. And it's from a remix of which of these artists? Whitney Houston, Level 42, Pet Shop Boys, Janet Jackson, or New Order? Janet Jackson. That's my guess. I'm going to guess New Order. Uh, Jason, it's you are correct. Wow. It's Janet Jackson, and it's Janet the, it's the, the um, Shep's when house I think mix. Of you. <laughs> no, it's the Shep's house mix of Miss You Much. Oh, okay. When you hear that. When you listen to it, it's so you're definitely like, oh, yeah, I can see there's like the beginnings of Vogue in there. <laughs> There's a <laughs> sound in, this is the last one. There's a sound in Vogue that's like, that, okay. 
that song, that sound is a sample. This is again, thank you, Edward Russell from Inside the Groove, because who have I would not have known this on my own. <laughs> that sound is sampled from another Madonna song. Can you guess what song it is? Mm. Could you could you do this that sound for us again, Eric? <laughs> do we do it again? I'll do it again, but you have to picture it. I'll, and then I'll give you a hint. Okay. <laughs> it's like that. So that sound mm-hmm. Vogue. I know exactly. What I you're feel talking. like it happens in Express Yourself that, but that seems so recent for him to take it. From. Yeah, it's not that. Okay. It's slowed down. The other sound is the original sound is faster. So he yes. took this this sample and like dragged it out. Lucky Star. Yes. <laughs> Jason, I'm sorry, John. I didn't this. give you a chance. I'm so, sorry, yeah, it's the John. beginning of no, the beginning great. of Lucky Star has yeah. like, yeah, oh yeah, and it's that sound slowed down. Wow, that's cool. Wow, that's wild, yeah. right? Good job on the trivia, you guys. <laughs> Good job, Thanks. Jason. No, you too. You got half of them. I got none of them. Oh, I thought. Well, you I didn't okay. give you a. Close, I didn't maybe. give you a chance. You got Glenn close, <laughs> and I didn't give you a chance because I got so excited by Jason getting the lucky. Star. I did say express yourself, so yeah, you gave me a chance. Well, yeah, I had my chance. Okay, yeah, it was like he buzzed in, he <laughs> right. failed, and then uh, you didn't finish the question. I, it's my fault for buzzing too early. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the VMAs. Let's talk about the VMAs. So MTV Video Music Awards, commonly known as the VMAs, is an award show honoring the best in the music video medium. The annual ceremony is held in either late August or mid-September and broadcast live on MTV. The ceremonies are normally in New York or Los Angeles. However, they've also been in Miami and Las Vegas. Winners are given a statue of an astronaut called, of uh, an astronaut on the moon called the Moon Man. But in 2017, the president of MTV stated that the statue would now be called a moon person. Mm. <laughs> the I very first VMA... <laughs> tolerance and inclusion. <laughs> no. no, not at all. It's just I've it just never heard the term moon person. I'm it sorry. Doesn't, it doesn't roll off the tongue as no, as it doesn't effortlessly. But right, exactly. It's like Madonna's well, it, well, family. Like we're not Madonna wannabes anymore. We're Madonna inspirational followers. Yeah. <laughs> our, just give our mouths some time to get used to it and we'll be fine. Exactly. Or it just becomes irrelevant. Anyway, <laughs> so the first VMAs were held on September 14th, 1984 at Radio City Music Hall. <laughs> which, of course, brings us to Madonna was one of the first performers. And uh, we should just say, overall, Madonna has won 20 VMAs in her careers. Uh, she is the second all-time winner, right behind Beyonce. But apparently, a lot of people are thinking that Taylor Swift this year has a good chance of uh, out outpacing Madonna. Oh. Mm. So, so she'll be third. So she might be third. But still, pretty great. Do you think that Madonna is the type of person who... That, like uses them as doorstops in like a sort of like <laughs> like a fun in like a cute way or are they displayed I, I, I or I'm they guessing stored? she has no idea where they are okay yeah that the seems, people that seems right that's, yeah like yeah. what if you, I mean if you had 20 of something yeah, there's like a, there's like, there's <laughs> like a you, cabinet I bet they're also like uh, have been like some of them have been auctioned for charity stuff 
I would no. imagine. I think you're not supposed to she's... do that with the awards. Really? Like, I know with the Oscars, really? you can't you can't auction off any uh, of your Oscars. Oh. You can auction them off or sell them. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. Who would know? A little, you know, back <laughs> back alley action. <laughs> who's yeah, got, who's, who's going to know? <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't want to go online and you don't want to go Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like you're like, hey, do you want to buy my Oscar? <laughs> you know, keep it on the hush, hush. Yeah. But, uh, no, she's probably very proud of that time, and her, you know, she might, maybe she has a nice, a handsome display case. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now, how many? Now, now, is that the most of, of any kind of specific type of award industry that award that she has? That she has? I, I would think. I mean, I don't know. I have Probably. no idea. She has one gold, Golden Globe. Right. There's a bunch of Grammys, but I don't think she has yeah, 20. Like all, yeah. I'm going to guess that she has 11 Grammys. Mm. <laughs> that's just... Okay, that's well, very let's... Yeah, look it up. I, I want to know. How many Grammys does Michelle Pfeiffer have? <laughs> I think she read Margaret Thatcher's biography. <laughs> I think and, so. I was going to say, I bet Glenn Close has like spoken for <laughs> right, yes. Madonna has seven Grammy Awards. Wow. Oh. At least it rhymed. What you thought? <laughs> so you're not that great at trivia either, Eric. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So the very first VMAs, as we said, September 14th, 1984, the hosts of the event were Dan Aykroyd and <laughs> Bette Midler. Of course. Because <laughs> there's nothing kids love more in the early 80s. Well, I mean, and what, you know, like Dan Aykroyd, he kept inserting himself into everything, right? He was at We Are the World. I'm like, why, oh, oh, Dan yeah, Aykroyd? Right. Why? I mean, but I guess the Blues Brothers, it's not right? I, guess, I, mean, I mean, it's like four years after, like, he left SNL. Um, right, so it's the know, same. Not... He was just in Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters I mean, this is September yeah. of '84, so he's he's but... pretty famous right here. Yeah, this is peak Aykroyd <laughs> and peak Midler. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, when you look at it, and you think you think 1991, 92, nothing but trouble, Dan Aykroyd, and you're like, <laughs> why would they have him on? But you know, Ghostbusters, sure. sure yeah, sure. I would have liked to see the repartee between them. <laughs> 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 oh, that's true. You want to talk about chemistry. <laughs> so, yeah, so Madonna gave her, her first performance to Like a Virgin. A pretty much MTV has re retrospectively called it one of the most iconic pop performances of all time. And uh, it's definitely part of the conversation. I remember when this happened, my younger sister and her friends would watch it over and over and over and over again, this specific yeah. performance. Okay, when she here here's the thing. Feels Guys, nice. we have to we have to do our own investigative reporting right now. Madonna has claimed that when she finished that performance, her manager friended man in her dressing room, like looked at her and said, your career's over. You just showed like your butt on television. And oh. she was like, I did, it was an accident. And right. she claims that she, tr that her dress got caught on one of her shoes and she started to fall. So she goes down to the ground and rolls around. 
That is not what happens on no. this video. No. What happens is you can see it. She like in the beginning of it, she kicks off her shoes. Yes. I rewound it like several times. It could be like, okay, she kicks off her shoes, but then she puts them on. Right. Which, but I couldn't figure out where she put them on. She has, I've heard her say in interviews that one of her shoes flew off. And then when she went to put it back on, that's when her dress got caught. She claims that her underwear was never meant to be exposed. But in her trying to put her shoes back on, her dress somehow got caught on you know on something and so that's when her but you can see it's very it's pretty much at the top of numbers before she starts coming down the cake if you haven't seen it i don't mm. know why you're listening to this podcast but it starts with her like on a wedding thing but it's also like it's so like the first year of the vma this is like yeah real like it's like oh, yeah. i could put that together in an afternoon <laughs> yes. she's got a big mannequin as the groom and she's like walking and she just it also just seems like the steps are really big you know what i mean yes. so she's like, sort of like like a she little like a, like a like a five-year-old going downstairs like for the yeah. first time where they're like i'm gonna sit and then put my feet down and then slide down and she's but she kicks <laughs> off her shoes before she starts going down then she goes down and somewhere there, because I was looking later in the number, she's got the shoes back on. Yeah, she puts, I can, you can see where she puts them on. They just film her. It's just like kind of tight on her face, mm. but you yeah. see her arms doing something like, oh, she's putting on the shoes there. Mm -hmm. So she's like down on the ground. She like gets down on the ground to put on her shoes. And then she gets back up and dances around in a very like fun Madonna. Doesn't look choreographed. It just looks like it's her yeah. jumping around. Right. And mm -hmm. then there's a like a wide shot where she is like standing there and just like drops to her knees and that's when she starts rolling around there's no trick that happens yeah no and then that's when she rolls yeah it's on purpose it's, she i think to, what she's she, saying is though is that when she went down something her dress got caught there and that oh so maybe she was around, just gonna like her drop skirt, to yeah. her knees and then do something else. Okay. Or I think what she was saying, and I'm not saying I believe her, but is that like <laughs> <laughs> she was gonna roll around, but the dress would have been down. Like it wouldn't have exposed oh. her butt. That's what I'm assuming is. Mm -hmm. Or nice underwear. She wanted them seen. I, I just don't. You know, yeah, it's, it's like, like little it's, like it's either and, she's yeah. yeah. It's it's like, given it's, what we've seen from Madonna the last forty years, it's not like well, exactly. It's not who she is. <laughs> it's not like please, please. Audrey Hepburn would never. You know, it's not like that. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah, I, I feel like it's probably just the story. She's you know to try to. Have I feel like it's too, you yeah, know, like, it's like it evolved. So it's also, do you guys remember like a few years ago? And Jason, you're a movie guy, so you might know this. There was a script running around Hollywood called Blonde Ambition that was like a Madonna biopic. Oh yeah, and I guess it was like on some. I guess there's some list that studio people put together of like the best unproduced scripts of that year. I yeah. forgot what it's called. The blacklist. Is it the blacklist? Okay. Yeah. And it was that move that script was on there and I found it online and read it. And I thought it was like, like a fine movie. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't know, but that's the like plot point at the end where like, she has to like the heroes lost it all. and has to like dig deep from within to like win is that uh -huh. she trips on her dress and like has been told like throughout the script, if I remember correctly, that like, she shouldn't be like, overtly sexual and stuff mm -hmm. like that but she like goes for it in that moment and that was like what cements her career yeah no i think she fully embraced the you know the, you know maybe she was told <laughs> not to do it and i think she was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do it and I, you know and i i don't know but or she, or she was doing you know like you hear a million stories of something goes wrong on stage and then you've got to yeah. use the 
You've got to embrace it. You have to make it look mm-hmm. like it's meant to be mm-hmm. part of it. And she was just, you know, a bit a, a finer actor than she's given credit for. She's going with yeah. her, following her. She's instincts. not going to run off stage. She could have like done vaudeville. <laughs> I feel like yeah. it's a very. Yeah, you, like... see, you see some of those, uh, those those little interstitial comedy bits in her tours, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, Bucko, hey, you want to fuck me? Hey, what's the fuck?" <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> John, I just see here that you wrote a fun fact about this on our spreadsheet that I didn't know. Oh, that about that she wanted to, she had asked to have a Benegal tiger on as part of her performance, and they're like, <laughs> no. You can't get on stage with a tiger. Well, there's a tiger in the video, so I think she wanted to like evoke that. Uh, but still, but I also think like if she, the first year, no, but like you know, ten years from now, twenty, if she, if she said, I want Britney, I want Christina, and I want a tiger, they'll be like, of course, Madonna. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh they bring, God, they bring what's left of Siegfried and or Roy. <laughs> Handle. What a bloodbath that could turn into. Tigers, you <laughs> cannot. <laughs> Missy Elliott comes out on the back of a tiger. <laughs> Battle cat from He-Man just destroys them all. The smell of the bronzer was too much. <laughs> they they, like, they were crazy. They're skidded. There's so many lights and noise. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, clearly, if they do that, which they shouldn't, they drug the hell out of the animal. Oh, they do. Yeah, right. Exactly. Just I guess I didn't think around. It's am I I'm gonna get in try it's 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 low energy. It's like not the I mean she's so uh, we you know, watching all of these back right. to back, as I was as I said right before we started recording, I said it's fascinating to watch all these VMA performances back to back. It's like watching the, the time lapse decomposition of an apple like the, that kind of footage it's fascinating in a lot of different ways <laughs> but it's also you see like where you know where she develops as a dancer and a performer and the, the energy of mm-hmm. some of the things we're going to talk about soon and this one is just so kind of i guess that maybe it's the song too but she actually seems like a little like a drunk bride at her own <laughs> wedding right and that's a little bit, where the fun, yeah. a little bit and i but don't this know is, what this is like i know the beginning of a career like the album Like a Virgin hasn't come out yet. It's just the single. That's not coming out for two months. She hasn't done the any movies. She hasn't wasn't been out on... yet. No, oh, wow. the album doesn't come out for two more months. She hasn't been on any tours. Like this is probably the biggest stage she has performed it's... on at that point. Yeah. yeah. The only thing she had really done before that was like American Bandstand. But like, and you know, like yeah. her, her club dates and stuff like that. But this has got to be like the biggest thing she's doing. It's and again, it was the first year. Oh. I'm sure it was all thrown together. I'm sure I like, bet they didn't have any rehearsal. I bet that they were like yeah. she probably like, had like a 20 minute rehearsal, and I bet 15 minutes of it was eaten up by like, we've got to get the getting the, the cake on stage and yeah. you know, like that part. Like she probably had a speed through of the number and was just like, I don't know what to do. And also, like, she's not like Madonna Madonna yet. So they're yeah, just like, true. you know, that's what you get. Sorry. Right, nobody's Very expecting true. nobody's expecting any spectacle because she hasn't really delivered that yet. She's just like, yeah. no one has. Like, what is a VM? Like, what is a VMA performance? What is it? That's right. true. Nobody knows. But like, We're but with this, it. she sets the bar. Like from this moment on, like for the rest of the VMAs, everyone wants to have a moment like that. Yeah, a performance or that thing that everyone talks about. Right, because it was talked about. 
Very true. Yeah, I mean, I remember. I remember seeing it at the time and you know, being titillated and <laughs> duly titillated. And uh, and I, I didn't have pearls, but I clutched something. <laughs> it's just funny after you watch like, these, you know, these these aerobic performances, and you get used to that type of level of performance from her. It's it's interesting to go back and see the the origin story, mm-hmm. as it were. The next time she, quote, performed <laughs> on the VMAs was in 1987. Yes, it was. But it, the reason why Eric is saying quotes is that she was on tour with uh, the Who's That Girl tour and they just. Right. They, they said it was live. She performed it live from tour. Like, I guess they went to her. They're like, and now we're cutting to Madonna on tour, which seems weird. I don't know how they would time that. It seems yeah. weird to me, too. I think that they use the video. Yeah, yeah. probably. Do we know where she was on tour at that time? Where where they had uh, pulled uh, that footage from? Or she what? said at one point, she said, was? like, um, was it uh, not Toronto? Maybe she's like, Torino. Torino. I think it's, it's very end. She's like, mm-hmm. so here's the reason. When I watch it, okay, I know that Madonna is, rehearses things. At this point, she's like rehearsing things to right. a T. So it's entirely possible. But to me, it's shot for shot. The yeah. performance, it's on the Who's That Girl, Ciao Italia mm-hmm. video. Cause I know that one pretty well. And I like was watching this and I was like, I think this is just that performance. Yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like to me too. But and no matter every, how many different ways I try to Google it to see if it was a different version <laughs> of it, it was always the same one. But it's good. It's a fun number. It's like, I like that number. I just couldn't, I, it felt to me like, I was like, oh, I don't think this is BMAs. <laughs> well, cause also like, <laughs> wait, you mean, you don't think this is, <laughs> I don't think what it happens. Like... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a really long like... time. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> but you're like, this isn't VMA. This isn't VMA quality. <laughs> not as far VMA. as I'm concerned. <laughs> not, my, not my VMAs. <laughs> What also makes you, th- I would, which would make me agree with you, is that in the tour, that number is a part where she was like, she kind of like highlights the band. You know, she's yes. like, you've got mm-hmm. the groove, you've got the motion. And it's like, why would they, for the VMAs, don't you think it'd be like, we're just editing it down for this? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I also think that I, I could be wrong, but I don't think there's any, I think that if she knew that it was happening, she'd be like, hey, VMAs, coming to you live. Right. Like she would have said something, New York I City, agree. like something. Yeah. <laughs> And New York City's got the moves, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what's next? Then her next one, September 6th, 1989, Express Yourself. The host is Arsenio Hall. At this point, she's just been divorced from Sean Penn. The Pepsi controversies happened, and Mm. the Blonde Ambition Tour is going to start in seven months. So this number is pretty much the same as what it will be in the Blonde Ambition tour without all the male dancers. But Nikki and Donna are there. She has she has what looks You're like so to me like the rehearsal outfit where it's like it's it's a suit, it's a dark suit, it's not pinstriped. Underneath mm-hmm. she doesn't have that like champagne bustier thing, but she has you know like a nice one. A but, black you know, bustier, yeah.
it's great. There's a little voguing in there. Yeah. Right? There's a little bit Breaking of voguing. Yeah. It's a, a lot of the same choreography from the Blood Ambition tour. I really love this version of this. And I think it gets eclipsed by the like the the truth or dare version or the blonde admission right live right. version because it's so grand with all that like the same imagery from the video and then those guys are also great and it's like the way she oh it's just magical but this one was so this again was just like talked about the next day because she's doing things she grabs her crotch and that was a mm -hmm. really big deal like she yeah. gra they all three do and they grab it in a real like mm, like my like I'm in it. They, <laughs> they grab and linger. They linger. Yeah. They say, they, they're, like, they're not swatting something away in their pants. Yeah. <laughs> that little lint they're trying to get rid of. And it's something that, like you know, Michael Jackson had been doing for years, yeah. and then she was. It was like a big deal. And it's 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 so good. She's so good. It's so. Now this one, you you it, she's really singing yeah. this, yes. and mm -hmm. and you can tell, and it's so. I mean, she's always like so impressive. Like, I don't know how you do that level of cardio and still make any noise with your mouth that isn't yeah. just like, help me. But it's very, very, oh, very so impressive. Good. It's very, right. It's so good. Yeah. I have a story about this. I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it as fast as possible and you can cut it if it's too <laughs> stupid. So I was really into this version of this thing. And my friend Brendan Cooper and I, again, Brendan Cooper of the costuming fame, one day, I don't know, we didn't set out to do it, but we were just like sitting in his car and we like ended up writing parody lyrics <laughs> to express yourself. And we also wrote parody lyrics to uh, like a uh, like a prayer. And we were really proud of them. I think they were like, okay, they were pretty good. But we would like, when we get like high or something, we would like sing it for people. <laughs> and so like a year later, we had a good friend who was dating someone who was deaf and also like really nice and like awesome. Like we got along with them. And one day for some reason, we sang it and our friend who was dating a deaf person had burned sign language. And so she, she like signed it. Yeah. And I'll call Alice is the deaf woman. Alice thought it was hilarious. And so some months later contacted us and was like, Hey, it's Dawn's birthday coming up. Will you guys perform that at the birthday party? And we were hmm. like, yeah. So we got those outfits. We went to Fredericks of Hollywood and got bustiers. <laughs> <laughs> we got like, we did, and we practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced. And we did that choreography, but with without a third person, just the two of us. And in planning it, we had to like, the technology in those days is you had to get on like a TDD line to call somebody who can't hear. So okay. there's like mm -hmm. an operator who's typing what you say, and then they type back and then the operator talks to you in a very like, like non, like they just like read the time. lines. Yeah, very neutral time. <laughs> right, right. But it was very much like Alice being like, did you get the bustiers? And we're like, yeah, we got them at Fredericks of Hollywood. <laughs> and like, so describing this whole process and like, great, it's a, has a choreography coming, we're like, great. So then we get to the party and I wanna say there were like 40 people there and I think only six of them could hear 
It was it was all deaf people. <laughs> so we performed a full out like song and dance acapella routine for a group of people who were so kind to us because they just like like they like oh, somebody somebody interpreted it on the side. Somebody signed it along with us. And they were just such good sports because I'm sure it just looked so stupid. <laughs> and I'm sure they were like they were like those aren't the lyrics to express yourself. <laughs> this is the worst this is just sign language interpreter ever. Yeah. I can't hear, and I know that those are. I know words. this is not the song. <laughs> hey, hey. Later on in this episode, she's back on screen and she's presenting a Video Vanguard Award to George Michael with Donna and Nikki. Though I'd rather be getting an award than giving one away, it is my distinct pleasure to present the Video Vanguard Award to an artist who has made outstanding contributions to the world of music video. Like me. And she's to, and she's got the thing that becomes that becomes kind of a, a a running refrain through all of these appearances is like Madonna. It God love her. It's always about Madonna on some level. So, so it's like she could be injured at giving somebody a lifetime achievement award. It's like, I mean, like me. He has an excellent voice. He's a great songwriter, and he makes very classy videos. like me she's doing it kind of funny kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of serious and also like i'm so glad you pointed out because that evolution i will get there later there's yeah towards the end of these there's one that like people found really sort of cringy yeah when she gives it a, a tribute to aretha franklin but again, it's like not, it's one of those like, when someone tells you who they are, believe them. Like she, <laughs> right. she's done she's this. She always has. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she's like, here's a word for George Michael. It's, I'm going to make it kind of more about me than him. I'm, uh, yes, I'm also a great video yes. making artist. Just, <laughs> yeah. so, just don't I've forget. I've this already. So, just yeah. because I'm giving this award doesn't mean I feel like I, like as if, as if it's my award and I'm done with it. I will never be done. Never. It's still me. <laughs> it's still me. No. But uh, has she gotten the Vanguard Award at this point? She must have. I think she Probably. has. I think she was one of the earlier ones to get it. And yeah. at this point, it, and I think in a, a year or two, they rename it the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Vanguard Award. Oh, oh. snap! Snap! Strike the pose. Thinking of snapping like a fan. Her next performance, yes. 1990, uh-huh. Vogue. The Blonde Ambition Tour has ended a month before this performance, and her and the Marie Antoinette, they're all in sort of this 18th century France, dangerous liaisons. It's everyone from the tour, and it's so good. so good it's, it's so amazing good. it's like the everything about it this is the peak i mean you talk peak yeah. madonna this is in every way shape or form <laughs> everything about this is incredible incredible yeah. i remember sitting in my dorm room at hofstra <laughs> watching it and just being like she is she knows she's she's at the top 
of the mountain and she knows it and she deserves it. I was like, I was sitting there with my Ben and Jerry's in the dingy recliner that, that was in the common area of my, and I loved, I was like, oh my God, she's amazing. She's amazing. And, uh, and it's funny. It has, there's, uh, there's wit to the whole thing. There's, mm -hmm. I, I just, the design is great. The choreography is great. It's fantastic. And it's a standing ovation, right? At the end, it looks like it. it I should be so. from and the also like she's blatantly lip syncing but you don't care yes and you don't care that's what i was gonna say too it's the first time that that's true of one of her vma performances. no no yeah, i don't mean that you yeah. don't care but i mean it's the first no, no, time no, she's yeah. full-on lip syncing and it's like no it's perfect it's great like she's got it's... that wig on who could that wig i mean it, it's one of those things you're like i bet three people died making that wig and their life was not <laughs> in vain, not, in vain it was not in vain <laughs> They went out at the top of their game as well. <laughs> oh my god! They're on the top of the mountain. He's honoring them in her performance. It's just—it's just so good. It's so iconic. It's... I sometimes think that, like with drag queens too, when they're, I'm like, there has to be styrofoam or something that they build that around so that it's not, oh, yeah, yeah right, something in there. Yeah. Yep. Probably. Like Wigs yeah, by Perfidia. When I bought the Immaculate Collection, I bought it in a box set, and it had like the DVD, a video, and it had a poster of that number oh wow Act. do you still have it oh my god oh my god it's right there. it's that's a big it's not, it's not even in storage it's like right there. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's by the bed <laughs> <laughs> oh there it is yes yes that's right i remember i remember that was with that I think it's her best VMA. I mean, it's so good. It absolutely, it's definitely. And it, what it, I love, so like, she has a thing. She had the, she, her and Don and Nikki have these fans, and there's that one moment where they do a little dance move where they like toss it up in the air and it like flips uh -huh. and they catch it, and you can see them all be like, "Oh, thank God," because they all catch it. Yeah. And like, how horrible would that be for like, God damn it! I know, because it would. And yeah. just to move in those dresses, the the sweep of the, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's like it's very very impressive. The degree of difficulty, like you say, things like tossing mm -hmm. the fan and catching it, it's a it's high degree of difficulty, and it's just somebody again. It's just again, it's on top of her game and knows it, and it's yeah, it's really it's really impressive. It's really good, and such a good song. My favorite, that and Like a Prayer, I think, are my favorite Madonna songs, actually, which is probably just okay. a very common, common refrain, common <laughs> straight boy they're refrain. Really like, <laughs> they're really good songs. And then next up in 1993, two, three years later, she performs Bye Bye Baby. And so she's about to go on tour the girly show. Yeah, later that month. The previous October, Erotica and the Sex Book came oh, out. Yes. I saw that movie in the theater. The, uh, really? The Body of Evans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched it I was at, a few months ago. I saw it in the theater in Manhattan because I was doing, I was at an audition 
in the city for um you know we were still in school i was still in school it was my senior year and i did the the erda auditions like oh, for sure. graduate schools and stuff mm-hmm. and i had gone and done my pieces and i could tell i was like that was okay it didn't go great i like had this feeling about it like i don't think much is going to come from this audition and i was like and the, and and I, and I was one and you had to like a few hours before you knew like who was going to call you back or who wanted to talk to you. and so i just I just roamed times square and literally walked into like you know this is 1993 times square so it's just uh, you know there's still that hint of porn and pee in the air everywhere and uh yeah i went and saw body of evidence and so there's some theater right there in, in the middle of the time square and uh and i felt dirty like i felt like i went into you know one of the people theater. theater yeah it felt kind of yeah. like i had done that yeah it took I your remember. mind off of it i guess it certainly did it did <laughs> Will, willem dafoe is um as a, 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 a sexual object, partner yeah. for, for Madonna, it didn't 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 captivate <laughs> the way one, <laughs> one might have thought But bye bye baby at the VMAs. So it's just basically I love the this. number that she does in the tour. Yeah, it's the choreography, her and Donna and Nikki in dressed as like guys going to a strip club. I think I really like this because I know the performance so well from the girly show recording. And this gave me like different angles of things while I was watching. It's like the same number, but I was like, oh, that's like a close up there instead of like something else. And I, this is like peak, but for me, like, peak Madonna, like one of her peaks of like, I love the way she looks. I love how Mm. square jawed she is. And like, uh, I don't know, I love it. Hmm. Yeah, and she still like has that confidence of just being on top of the world. Yeah. And the playfulness with all the gender fluidity stuff. It's it's great. It's really, it's really great. Is there something about, and I don't know if it was the the, you know the YouTube link that I was watching. Uh-huh. There's something about her. The the vocals were very. Uh, I don't know what the right word is for it. They kind of sound like tinny to me, or kind of. That, the recording uh, of that is song that, is like sung through. It's like sung through. A, it's filtered, is it just so that? Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's the approximating the the yeah. recording. I, okay. There was yeah because yeah, there's something about it that. Um, yeah, I wasn't thinking of it as matching the recording so much as it just no, it's almost like something an old, going on and an old timey like it's through a yeah, phone yeah, yeah. or something, but yeah. the music's really modern. That's yeah. I think what it's supposed to sound like. So Madonna's next sort of big uh, moment at the VMAs is not a performance. It was during a post-show interview with Kurt Loder in 1995. Kurt Loder has asked her a question about relationships. And she's like, well, you know, and she's like trying to answer in a very sort of like mature way. And then Courtney Love throws a compact over like the railing. And Madonna's like, what's that? And then Kurt Loder's like, oh, it's Courtney. Should we invite her up? And Madonna's like, please don't. Um, But (laughs) too late. She's already on her way up. Hi, Courtney. That's Courtney, everybody's favorite. Come on up. Should we let her come up? Yeah. No, don't. Come on up. Courtney's coming up. Well, come up. Courtney Love is in (laughs) in dire need of attention right now. She's throwing her compact at me. (laughs) I'll just stand over here. It was painful to watch that whole sequence. 
And Courtney uh, loves like is like fucked up. Oh yeah, right? she's definitely she's, like, uh, she's at least drunk, if not on more things. Yeah. She had performed earlier oh, that yeah. night, so she's like you know all partied, you know, in a big party mode. And Madonna does great. You know, she's like okay. Oh, you feel for Kurt Loder, who's like I'm desperately <laughs> trying to interview Madonna for God's sake. <laughs> and yeah, but also he's like this is keep keep rolling, keep it going. Yeah, it's so I keep funny. going, but he seems annoyed the whole time too. He seems like he seems at a loss to me. Like he doesn't. I don't I know. He's very, not, like he's, like he's, I he's, mean, yes, he knows it's 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 uh, it's going to have eyeballs on it, but I I don't know. I think he, there's a point. I got the sense that he's like Madonna's going to yell at me later for this because mm-hmm. I always <laughs> get the sense that the two of them really like like they have a good relationship. Like she seems to like being interviewed with him. So yeah, yeah. it starts with her, and she's in like take me seriously mode, Madonna. You know what I mean? This totally. is right after like bedtime stories come out the year before her ballad greatest hits album uh, is about to come out. You know, this is in September. In February of the next year, she starts shooting Evita. This is like Madonna, like, take me seriously. Yeah. She's got like this very, very like nice, understated, like emerald green, silky top. And like, yeah, like, it's like a very like, business. So casual. pretty. Yeah. yeah. It's and got a very, very pretty kind of soft, like, uh, yeah, there's something, some vibe. What is this, 1995? It's like a, there's something. There's something going on there. It's like, um, I don't know. It feels like the just the movies of the time and all the pop culture. It's like there's a there's a shininess to mm-hmm. her hair and her makeup yeah. and everything that's very inv- inviting, kind of like mm-hmm. it's sexy, but it's not I don't know, it's yeah, not it's like kind of thing. It's sophisticated and controlled. Yeah. yeah, sort of yeah. Like, maybe I'm VH1 now, is sort of what it can <laughs> Yes, <be>. exactly. <laughs> exactly. And she feels like kind of like not sheepish, but there's something where where when Courtney Love comes in, it feels like yeah. the bad girl role is taken over by someone <laughs> else there. And it's funny. It's very just fascinating to see Madonna on the other side of it. Not that they're at odds at all. I mean, it really is. It's no. Kurt Loder who's in the, the the worst position. Madonna can just get up and leave. And that's yeah. what she does. You know, she doesn't care. <laughs> but there is something about the dynamic. I was talking about this with my husband last night. He's more of a, like, he's a Courtney love, like he's more Courtney love. And I was like, oh, what do you, he was like, oh my God, I remember that so much. And he was, his, his take was like, I think that moment revealed both of them for who they truly were. Mm. <laughs> we're like Madonna, like there was a way in watching it. You're like, have fun with this Madonna. Like, yes, chaos has just swept in and sort of like sabotaged whatever post VMA interview you were hoping to do with Kurt Loder, but uh, roll with it. And she like sort of does, but not really. She's more of like a, I wish you would leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that like in that moment, like I can understand Madonna's being like this, it, this actually isn't fun. I can't pretend sure. that this is like a fun, funny thing that's happening. It's like somebody just inserted themselves into this situation in a way that they like, it's uncomfortable. It's like aggressive. It's, like, so it's a, live. She's like a yeah. live. She's acting like a toddler. Like, yeah. you know, like it's just, it's not fun. No. And she, you know, she just won an award that night. She is, she's on the respectability train or whatever you want to <laughs> So it's like, it's like, this is a waste of her time. You know what I mean? To do a little comedy sketch with Courtney Love and advance her. <laughs> it's like not, you know, she can go talk to somebody. I'll do another interview down the, you know. Madonna the, does have part like of it. A good thing. Courtney loves equating like like is being like we're rock stars, but say Madonna dates, she dips her toe into the like, what does she call it? Like being like non-famous people or something. I'm so over the uh, rock star thing, but you don't even do rock stars. You like you dip as Michael Stipe would say, dip into the population, right? Yeah. See, it's like working in the hospital and like going out with the ambulance driver. Yeah. 
It's like, I want to be a surgeon. I want to be the top surgeon. Damn it, I want to own the hospital. So, you know, I go out with the other surgeon. Right? So, like, maybe I should try a candy striper. I think you should get out of the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the hospital, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. I was like, that burn. That's good. Yeah. And then Courtney Love tries to like backpedal and be like, no, no, I'm sorry, I'll leave, I should leave. leave. It's like, no, like, you're not. Yeah. And then she and then she's and then and then Kurt Lode is just left with her. And he's <laughs> like, well. It's like, but... oh, Madonna. And she's like, it It looks like I to, it, at first I thought it was Lauren Bacall, but I was like, no, there's no <laughs> Lauren Bacall. But I would love it if Lauren Bacall suddenly crashed this party. That would be really I think great. it's Liz. I think it's Liz Rosenberg. Her oh, is it really? OK, oh, I think so. But yeah. So someone comes in and is like, oh, Madonna. And then the, off they go. <laughs> and Madonna's actually very sweet to her when she leaves. For yes. like yeah. playing like I, mean, kind of she, I don't think anything, like, Madonna has anything to be embarrassed about in that whole situation. No, whatsoever. she gives her like a kiss on the cheek and she's like, take care of you. Be with, like, oh, you're, like, she's very sweet. Madonna's running off. She's going to be going. Thank you very much. No, no oh. I interrupted you. I'm going to leave. No, no, no. It's okay. So it's a pig. No, no. Go ahead. I'm going to leave you too. I ruined my Matt comp. Oh. Take care. Well, it's all ended well. I. Now, did you guys watch her? Did you watch her win her award? Like, because I was watching a video. I like went and watched another video of her from that night because she didn't perform that night, but she won best female video, best, best, <laughs> no, 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 I don't know the category. And George Clooney presents the award, and you could tell it's like she's like kind of crushing on George Clooney a little bit. Sure. And the winner is. You're expecting like a little like like at least a little kiss on the cheek or something, and I think she kind of goes for it, and he kind of like goes very quickly, like gives her the award and gets away. I think he didn't want to be like photographed, like you know, by the, the damn paparazzi. And then I was like, well, boy, he just got it out of there very quickly, but he's still he's on the side. He's got to wait there until she gives her speech and then walk her off, and then she makes a little comment about like. I guess this is the closest I'll get to George Clooney. And I was like, oh, Madonna, you know, it just, it's, she's not into it. I don't understand why. I think he's a fool. But I thought it was very interesting that he kind of didn't uh, go he into liked the, her trashier. I guess something. I wonder who like George Clooney was dating at the time. Dennis Miller was hosting and he said so he made some guys. His little jokes before each of the presenters were a little oof. And uh, I think he said something. This next presenter's currently seeing more ass than a rental car. Folks, George Clooney. The most hey. just gross, tactless, <laughs> like unpleasant introduction for anybody. So I, I think I think he was dating a lot of people is the, is the, is the, is the implication. But I, don't know. I was wondering if he was like he could like he could have totally played up his Playboy image and like given her. Uh, yeah. Right. yeah like a like a peck on the cheek yeah yeah unless there was like somebody that he was serious about that he was trying to be like not even madonna can <laughs> i think he was still figuring out his thing because maybe it's only this is like the fall of 95 so it's uh, well, er has been on ER, it's like the, yeah. the, the tail end of the first year of that or the beginning of the oh, second okay. season of that so he's not you know it's not quite george clooney in all caps yet but <laughs> anyway The next thing that she did was in 1998. I don't know why I got so excited about that. (laughs) Shanti Ashtangi slash Ray of Light is the performance. Mm -hmm. The episode host is Ben Stiller. So it's like six months after um, Ray of Light came out. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, it opens with her just in, like black robe, black hair, doing just the Shante Ashtangi with dancers doing sort of what seems sort of like a yoga dancing, you might say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That chant, that song, so Madonna was really into Ashtanga yoga, and I also got into Ashtanga yoga. Because maybe of Madonna? Because of Madonna. Because of Madonna. <laughs> so she, she incorporated other things into it, but it's the, this, when you practice Ashtanga yoga, the, like the traditional Mysore style, you go into room, and it's a set series, but everybody's just like, say the room's open from like 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. And you just go when you want to go and you put your mat down and you start your series. So everybody's doing the same series, but it, at their mm. own pace. And it's like a, when the teacher thinks you're ready for the next pose in the series, they come and like tell you very quietly, like, like so the next pose is this and like, did any practice? And then you build it onto your own thing. But you're supposed to traditionally like recite that whole prayer before you start. And so I know that huh. chant very well because depending on, <laughs> yeah, depending on like how much you want other people in the room to think that you're dedicated to this. Like, <laughs> you, like when I did it, I would just be like, uh, like I do it quietly to myself. And some people like get in the room, they put their mat down and they're like, <laughs> Good enough, and you're like, okay. <laughs> All right, girl, we got it. So yeah, that's what Madonna's doing in that. Yeah, so she does the first part, and that's fine. And then kind of resets, goes dark for a second. She is just no. And then Lenny Kravitz comes out, and he's on guitar for Ray of yeah. Light. And uh, see her getting a drink of water in the background, <laughs> like <laughs> crouched down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she takes off her robe. She's in a white, you know, white tank top, and uh, she starts singing "Ray of Light," and you know she's singing live. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> vocally, it's a little rough for her. The head yeah, voice, like, the kind of yeah, yeah, like really gets but, very reedy, and she pops in the head. It's not as seamless as it is on the album or on the tours. Yeah, probably is one of the first times she did it live or one of the you know earlier performance live performances of the song she's probably still figuring out like how to navigate that yeah because there's I so much mean, techno uh, element mm-hmm. to it right into the recordings i like it very much though i think it's super fun and then at the end when all the dancers come out and like just gets into a big party yeah, yeah it's really very fun. fun it looks it's i bet that it's super choreographed but it looks like it's not choreographed it looks like it's just a rave yeah yeah Her hair is really interesting. I mean, was she, was it, uh, this long, she has this long black, black, very Mm -hmm. flat of like, and and when you, from a distance, I'm getting like Courtney Cox vibes or, (laughs) or, or even, I I don't know. I was trying to think, I was like, who is she reminding me of with the white t-shirt and stuff at a distance? You know who she's Like Patti Smith kind of thing, (laughs) just for a second. Like, you know, not, (laughs) I don't know. I was just trying to like. I know Lourdes, Lourdes Leon is only one at this time, but Mm -hmm. that's what Lourdes looks like now to me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She, kinda... she has that, that long, straight, dark hair and 
Did she um, have it like that for anything at that time that we know yeah, of? I mean, Frozen, not, for films like that in Frozen. Okay. Um, and like nothing really matters. Video, I feel like. Okay. Yeah, she she used black hair a lot more in the Ray of Light era. Yeah. Yeah, what's it's, it? The album cover is like is is still blonde and yeah, or, or, it's or like a dirty, light, but it's, it's more like, like a, yeah, blonde, yeah, blonde, exactly. Yeah, it's more of like a dirty blonde, like a sandy blonde. Mm-hmm. And then she goes back to the blonde for the right. Isn't it the next year's the Austin Powers thing, the the beautiful yeah. stranger, right? And then I think it goes back, right? Yeah. I mean, she kind of, she changes every three months. Yeah. But, you know what am I yeah. saying? As if, as if she's gonna stick with a look <laughs> for six years. Anyway, yeah, I feel like she play, She was like dark-haired for part of American life, but blonde for music, blonde for most of music, mm-hmm. and then kind of stayed blonde since for the last, like, however long. I feel like she's just had long blonde hair, except for recently when it's, like, sometimes, like, strawberry blonde. Yeah, she went, like, red a little bit during uh, Confessions. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And this is the really, this is the sinewy, like, Mm-hmm. Muscular, like just like she's just becoming other, otherworldly in a, in, in a not in a bad way. And just like, my God, there's just yeah, there's not a fucking ounce of fat on it. The, her BMI is incredibly impressive. It's, yeah, it's yeah, she's so... she's had a baby and she's like that. Yeah, and yeah, she's like over forty, impressive. In 1999, the following year, she appeared, but it was just because there was like a drag queen tribute to all of her look, to a lot of her looks. Right. Right. It was weird because like all these drag queens come out, they introduce Madonna, and then Madonna introduces Paul McCartney, who gives the award for best video of the year. Hmm. (laughs) So it's like, like, we can't just have anyone introduce Paul McCartney. But we can't right. just have Madonna come right. out without giving her some sort of fanfare. Like, it's very weird, however that math worked yeah. out. I'm sure they probably went, like, put things out to both of them, and they both said yes, and they're like, shit, how do we do this? <laughs> we can't tell either Paul McCartney or Madonna, oh, we don't need you anymore. We have to figure right. out how to do all of this so that it makes sense. <sighs> so, yeah, so there are, I think, eight different drag queens. Uh, it's Like a Virgin, Open Your Heart, Express Yourself, Vogue, Deeper and Deeper, Take a Bow, Bedtime Stories, Human Nature, Frozen, Ray of Light, Nothing Really Matters, and then she comes out, A Beautiful Stranger. That's 11. Okay, so there's 11 looks. And I'm watching it, it's fun, but I feel like, I got the impression that they rehearsed it in a space that was smaller than the stage, because the drag queens are like running <laughs> out and have like mm-hmm. one, it's like they run out from the wings, <laughs> do one sort of pose, and then like run down like the, the sort of- It's real walk. fast, they have no time. Real fast, yeah. and it also sort of reminded me of like, on RuPaul's Drag Race, when they're like, this week's challenge, you're making over a family member. And the people mm-hmm. are like yes. a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> in the heels. And it's sort of like, where do they get these drag queens? <laughs> well, it's pre, it, this is pre-drag race, That's New York true. City right, drag yeah. queens. One of them is Head of Lettuce, is Open Your Heart. Oh, okay. Oh. And I feel like maybe there's like a mistress for Micah in there somewhere. I could be wrong. The one, the one who's there for Ray of Light just looks like 
This just looks like some guy just ran out and just like, <laughs> shit, like I was like, it doesn't even really appear to be a drag queen. It doesn't, I don't really, if, if the music wasn't there, I'd have no idea what was happening. Because I think the look was just like, like it, tight yeah, jeans like, and like a yeah, denim yeah. jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, 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 it kind of looks like Ted It's Newton. a hard look. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's like, hey, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ted Nugent. Oh. <laughs> uh, at the end like madonna comes out she says all i have to say is that it takes a real man to fill my shoes give them all a big round of applause everyone goes nuts and then it what seems like an unrehearsed impromptu sort of like bow happens where like some of them but half of them leave half of them are leaving <laughs> the next performance is in 2003 four years later like a virgin slash hollywood this one is another one that kind of became very talked about yeah it's a, it's a sort of like an anniversary of it's like 20 years later and she's doing again iconic well it starts with britney and christina recreating like a virgin like it's well the, the cake is much nicer now mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> britney spears starts it Christina just like comes, comes from around the corner and she's like, and I'm gonna oversee the shit right. out of this. Yeah. <laughs> She gets to sing like a virgin, right? She comes in with yeah. like a virgin. So yeah. that was the that was the negotiation. It's like when you see a movie poster, and it's like yeah. one person's name is first, but it's lower, lower, and the other person's yeah. name is second, but it's higher. It was like the weird negotiation between them. But, I don't. Uh, I think they could have. I mean, I guess it would have been not as big of a surprise. I think they they should have had both of them walk down the cake. I think that they should have like, however, you get up on yeah. top of the cake. Just or just even if she, like, she came in at the bottom, like it just if you want like a funner just entrance, like even like from yeah, the bottom, through it at the bottom, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or one comes down off of it the way Madonna did, but then the other one pops out of there or <laughs> yeah. something. I mean, yeah, just coming around the back was a little, it's a like little she missed odd. It. Like, yeah, 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 on the elevator, being like, "Where's your We think it's gonna come up. She's like, "It's starting. It's starting." <laughs> I'll just go come down. Back. I'll come in on the chorus. <laughs> I'll come around the side. Better. And then Madonna comes out as the groom. See that they, they got Madonna on top of the cake. Yeah, but they couldn't have yeah. Madonna do the entrance after Christina does it. Mm, I guess so. I guess. Yeah. Madonna's yeah. the groom. Then she goes into Hollywood. If 
Dance, and then we got the iconic kisses. Mm-hmm. And I, I was looking at something. You know, there's the rehearsal. Oh, well, I'm sorry, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm no, jumping no, ahead. No, you, no. You, John also sent us a link to the rehearsal of this performance, and mm-hmm. in the video of the rehearsal, which is you know, it's it's very fun to watch, and, and it's you know, the same performance and stuff. They're right. wearing slightly different things. There's you know some placeholder people watching to give audience energy <laughs> or whatever, but. But you can see the second kiss more clearly in the rehearsal oh, yeah. video of yeah. Christina Aguilera. And I was looking at the comments on the YouTube video. And so, like, the second comment is like, justice for the Extina kiss. That was yeah. <laughs> that's like, because well, yeah, they did, because at the time, I don't know, away. Yeah. Britney had just broken up with Justin or something like that. So they cut yeah. to Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Like, and very, he like, does look very like a bow. <laughs> and he had already done, they had cut to him earlier, earlier in it, and, and he, he like, does like the kind of rock eyebrow thing. But he but, also, yeah, I, like, I got the sense that he was like, why are you focused on me right now? Like, I think he sort of was like, uh, why is there a camera on me? There doesn't need to be a camera on me right now. And then I think that, I think his reaction is more of him just being like, don't react, don't react, don't react. And he's uh-huh, like, uh-huh. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, they cut away, and then by the time they get back, Definitely you know, the media wanted to make a thing about that, like, there was, you almost could not know that... Christina Aguilera also kisses Madonna. If you just paid, like, Britney yeah. kissed Madonna, Justin looked pissed. That was like the story. <laughs> yeah. And Missy Elliott comes out. And yeah. <laughs> Not on a tiger. No. no. Unfortunately. Missed opportunity. it's so fun i think the whole thing everything about it is so goddamn fun and yeah. then and having all the shots of like snoop dog and like everybody watching oh, and, and 50 it's very funny it's like and Lindsay lohan's there in paris right. and it's like the avengers and yeah. yes carson <laughs> kressley is the is it all of them i only recognize yeah. it's a quick shot and carson's yeah. carson's very animated looking at it yeah. like yes. he's like he's <laughs> sitting up taller uh, mary j blige looks not impressed that's the funniest thing when it cuts to her and she's like the fuck (laughs) fantastic what i think it's funny if you watch the rehearsal footage is that like you know so again it's probably like assistants or people who are just there like in that Mm -hmm. area where the audience is to be like just to give them the sort of energy and you know Brittany, christina madonna come out and they're all doing they're like yeah 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 but in the rehearsal when missy comes out they all get actually yes. legitimately excited <laughs> they yeah. all get excited they're like now yes. they're like, oh shit yes <laughs> no i also like great. in the rehearsal footage that like Brittany and christina are in like rehearsal tops right. and like kind of they're what they're gonna wear on yeah. their bottoms and then kind of rehearsal hair and madonna's in like full full costume <laughs> yes she, full, right. she rehearsed like have to rehearse in the shoes yeah <laughs> everything this I is before the cape yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oof. It's the pictures that got small. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. It's too much fun. So that's her last like real performance. Mm. I, that's yes. what it's great about it. The full. I mean, 
Yeah, it's like not that you not that anybody would expect that she would never have done another performance, and she still may, obviously. But you know, it's just funny that it is like, yeah, total bookend, like a total evolution of and her passing. You know what? Again, it's so interesting, like her, like you know, because it's it's the the showmanship of it. Like it's I'm passing the baton, but I'm. But I'm, but I'm still, still I'm still it. the central focus. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding the center, and they are merely my minions. You may lo- you may love them. Look how sexy they are. Great, they can wear what I used to wear. They can do what I used to do. But I now I'm the fucking groom off the top of the cake. Yeah, and I'm marrying both of them. And you don't want to know what I'm going to do to them later on tonight. And my bachelor party is with Missy Elliott. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I still win. I always win. That's what it's giving. That's what that's giving. <laughs> Definitely what it's giving. I love it. Definitely, like, also, I don't know why Christina Aguilar is not part of the conversation, but, like, so much of it has always been, like, Madonna's the queen of pop and Britney's the princess of pop. And, like, <laughs> right. the, like seeing her successor. And I just see Britney Spears as so directly related to, she's, like, Paula Abdul's baby. That's what I think, too, is uh, that yeah. she's not... Because she's more of someone who's like dance forward with both Paul Abdul and Britney. If you were like, they lip sync their entire concert, you'd be like, that's fine. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I do think like Lady Gaga is the more heir apparent to Madonna. Yes. Yes. We we didn't know that at this point. No, but yeah. But yeah, I've always felt that about Britney too. It's like, and this is no shade on her. And she's obviously far eclipsed Paul Abdul, but she is more in that mold. Yeah. I don't mean it as like a, as any sort of, this i meant it as like that's i feel like they're that they perform the same to me they're like i mean i'd love paul abdul yeah in the 80s all through rush rush mm-hmm. she's blowing kisses <laughs> in the wind mm-hmm. promise yeah, of I a new day you. yeah oh my god that's promise of a new day is a real good song i still sometimes will put that on if i need it a, a little pick me up mm-hmm Eagles calling and it's calling your name. MC so Scat Cat. MC Scat Cat. <laughs> There's no more yeah. that needs to be said. Come on. So then we get into Madonna's uh, brief tribute era. So the first one is in 2009, and uh, it's uh, she does a little tribute to Michael Jackson, who had died. Mm-hmm. And I actually do think that this is kind of lovely. I liked this one. I mean, I know I did. It's too. still through the prism of her, but yes. it, it, it starts that way. But then it does Definitely. it does go it, it does become about him, and that and it's heartfelt. And Michael Jackson was born in August 1958. So was I. Michael Jackson grew up in the suburbs of the Midwest. So did I. Michael Jackson had eight brothers and sisters. So do I. When Michael Jackson was six, he became a superstar and was perhaps the world's most beloved child. When I was six, my mother died. I think he got the shorter end of the stick. I never had a mother, but he never had a childhood. And when you never get to have something, you become obsessed by it. Interesting, though, it is a little like, you know, it was a witch hunt and he's a hero. And, oh, it's, yeah. like, and it's like, yeah, is? I mean, I it's such a weird song. It's, it's one of those things, too, of like in the in the wake of it happening, there was a way in like, let's mourn what we can love about him. Yes. It's also it was like before Finding Neverland. And so like right. it wasn't quite as. And I think also just like 
the just like the social era and attitudes now are absolutely are yes no i'm saying i'm yeah. saying through yes. the, the prism of now <laughs> it's <laughs> it's interesting to watch it it, it yes, does also absolutely. seem like she's when she's like i know what it feels like to have like people calling for you like mm -hmm. um and i'm like yeah you know what it's like to be have like people coming for you because you took off your clothes right your own yeah. clothes people are coming for him because he did, did something else yes. yeah he abused people it's, yes yeah yeah so the it's a it's a little weird but before she gets to that point i really like her tribute i like that she tells a very personal story that we haven't heard before and it felt very honest yeah. i'm like that's probably what that how it was when they hung out that time i can't say we were great friends but in 1991 i decided i wanted to try and get to know him better i asked him out to dinner i said my treat, I'll drive, just you and me. He agreed and showed up to my house without any bodyguards. We drove to the restaurant in my car. It was dark out, but he was still wearing sunglasses. I said, Michael, I feel like I'm talking to a limousine. Do you think you could take off those glasses so I could see your eyes? He paused for a moment, then he tossed the glasses out the window, looked at me with a wink and a smile and said, can you see me now? Is that better? In that moment, I could see both his vulnerability and his charm. The rest of the dinner, I was hell-bent on getting him to eat french fries, drink wine, have dessert, and say bad words. Things he never seemed to allow himself to do. Could you imagine um, being that waiter? Waiting on Madonna and Michael Jackson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. He still going tells the story. Then, you know, he still to, tells yeah. the story. Going into work that day being like, oh, I should have called out. This is bullshit. <laughs> hey, you, uh, you have a VIP on 23? <laughs> two uh, top on 23? Well, it's two, it's oh, two uh, VIPs. Two, they asked no, for not, just, not just we bubbles. We didn't have a booth. We didn't have a booth. <laughs> we didn't have a booth. <laughs> We're booked. Our booths are booked. <laughs> Courtney loves one of them. You can't. We can't kick her out. I'm so sorry you're sitting by the toilet, Mr. Jackson and Ms. Donna. Ms. Donna. We'll move you if at all possible. If you'd like to wait at the bar, we can see <laughs> if something opens up. We try to move some things around. <laughs> take take the, when it buzzes. <laughs> yeah. can, can we get your cell phone number so we can text you when the table's ready? <laughs> I don't understand any of this. Any of this. <laughs> yeah, because like Michael Jackson's first time out in public, like in a real place. Right. He's like, usually I just usually I just wish for food and it shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I clap really hard. <laughs> I treat every restaurant like the money. ground round. Just throw, <laughs> throw my leavings wherever. Lobster shells. <laughs> it's just Okay, now we're now we're at the tribute, the troublesome tribute. Yes, mm. tribute to, to Aretha Franklin. Nine years later, to Aretha Franklin, and I remember seeing this live. And at the even live, I was like, "Ooh, this is." Rough. <laughs> it's it's rough for a couple of reasons. Madonna's wearing something bananas looking. <laughs> she looks like, like it's like the Island of Doctor Moreau. She looks like Brando <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's almost like she's a shaman or like a mm -hmm. yeah. a witch doctor. 
Yes. She's got yeah, she's got a lot of like jewelry on top of these black robes and then a weird headpiece that almost looks like a crown of thorns. Yes. And I think she probably has her grills in. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I think so. And, and she sh- just just talks about herself. I guess because they were both from Detroit. I think they were just like, are you saying why why they asked her to do it? <laughs> I think Aretha Franklin had died like four days before, so I think oh, like that's so they why didn't like, have anything. They didn't planned. have anything ready to go. Um, mm. Why they didn't call Jennifer Hudson? I'll never know. Real weird. Aretha Louise Franklin changed the course of my life. I left Detroit when I was eighteen. Thirty-five dollars in my pocket. My dream was to make it as a professional dancer. After years of struggling and being broke, I decided to go to auditions for musical theater. I heard the pay was amazing. The dance audition went well. Then they asked me if I had sheet music and a song prepared. I panicked. I had overlooked this important part of the audition process. I had to think fast. My next meal was on the line. Fortunately, one of my favorite albums was Lady Soul by Aretha Franklin. And because she remembered that famous song, that's the tribute <laughs> yes. to her. Like, it's not, it's not a deep cut either. It's not like, you guys don't know, but Aretha recorded, you know. It's or like, like okay. that, like, that's what got me my recording career. Like, nothing. It's yeah. just like a very, she like starts by saying like, we're here to pay tribute to Aretha Franklin. And then she tells her own story about getting started, becoming famous. And then she ends it with sort of being like, but to tie it all back, Aretha's the woman why I'm here. Yeah. You keep expecting at some point, it's like, and then Aretha Franklin comes out from behind the curtain like, sweetheart, don't you worry. Just, you know, and give some sage advice. And then she's, hasn't she said like, um, she's like, well, I I was, no, I was never, I was never meant to pay tribute to her. Yeah, that would be impossible to pay tribute to her in in 12 short minutes. How could I do that? I. I just, uh, you yeah, know, it's just a recollection just... of my career and how she influenced it in a tangential way. But I mean, just yeah. so she had a, a, you know, her. Uh, that was sort of her response. Her she got so much criticism and she's like, oh, they didn't really ask me to do a tribute. They just was sort of like a last minute thing to like just mention something that involves Aretha, which even if it's true, she did a bad job. <laughs> like, if I was in that situation, <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, all right, what yeah. could I, what is a personal story I have about Aretha Franklin? The one time I sang a song at an audition for a job I didn't get. Um, you know what? I'm going to say no to this. <laughs> uh, there's got to be some. What's the um, I think it was the Grammys where Ricky Martin or was it the VMAs where Ricky Martin like made his splash with Living La Vida Loca. It was like the first time that the world right, where everyone was like, who's this guy? Yeah, who's mm-hmm. this guy? And Madonna was like there and came up to him afterwards and was like flirting with him and i think that was also <laughs> like, the... why isn't this working oh yeah <laughs> this usually this works. always works <laughs> he's this is the second me, time he hasn't ever. put a hand on me <laughs> michael jackson <laughs> and ricky martin but i feel like that was the year that retha franklin oh, oh saying that the aria the aria that the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. other guy couldn't sing yeah, I think it was Placido Domingo was sick and she was like, oh, I've been working yeah. on this with my voice teacher. Yeah, the story went, she was just like, she's like, what key is it in? She was like, yeah, I can sing yeah. it. Oh, Prince Vincent, my kisses, break the silence, 
See, this is already a more beautiful tribute right. to Aretha Franklin. <laughs> I'll never forget the Grammys. I was throwing myself at Ricky Martin. <laughs> he was having none of me. Yeah, she could have just told that story of like, we were told that like, Placido Domingo was sick, Aretha showed up, she saved the day, she's flawless, like whatever. Was it Placido Domingo? It's not Placido Domingo, it's the other one. Pavarotti? Yeah. That's who it was supposed to be. The final time we've seen Madonna so far at the VMAs is 2021 at the 40th anniversary. Around 40 years ago, I came to New York City with nothing but $35 and a pair of dance shoes. I told the taxi driver to take me to the center of it all. He dropped me off in Times Square. I was 19 and terrified. That little video that she, a video package she put together again about how like, just like me, MTV <laughs> right. 40 years ago, yeah. came to New York with a crazy dream. We found each other and formed a bond that changed my life, changed music and created a whole new art form. That's why there's only one place to be tonight. tonight. Madonna. She comes out looking a little weird, uh, <laughs> but especially this like, oh, her butt has been tampered with. Yes, it, it, it didn't even look like it was her. It looked like it was, you know, like, yeah, like you know, like if you go, if you went to the store, it's like a <laughs> you know, Halloween adventure or spirit <laughs> Halloween, and you could get like bare butt cheeks that you could put <laughs> over your own butt cheeks, and that's kind of what or like it, a breast a breastplate yeah. that they yeah, yeah 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 exactly that's what it looked like to me. I, I mean, oh, I'm sure it was her actual or not actual. I'm sure she paid but her for it, her so yeah, she paid for it in some way exactly. <laughs> I'm sure it's attached to her now. <laughs> Whatever it was was attached to her. But it's part of it has fused with her. <laughs> her body did not reject it. <laughs> She has a look like she's definitely like if what you want to do is be like, I can be this age and look like a blow up sex doll. Mm -hmm. You've accomplished it. <laughs> yes. If that's what you're going that for. That is the goal. Absolutely. Well <laughs> I do think like I don't think it's not only Madonna and I have not no, no. navigated this world as in a female as a woman. <laughs> so I honestly don't know all the stuff that has to contend to it. I do get when like musicians, especially, and I get that it's intertwined with sexuality and provocation. And I totally understand that. And I am confused when 
they go just like straight up like 90s porn as the yes. aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, I guess it's probably because that's what's so easy for that work to do to accomplish. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Is it, is it, yeah. Is it that it's, it, it it's approximating that or is that what 90s porn just was <laughs> with the filler yeah. and everything yeah. else? Just, you know, yeah, the work right. that was done on those women. I don't know. It's such a rock and a hard place kind of thing, you know, like for, 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 right. Especially for women in like that Madonna, business. Yeah. Especially her. But, you know, but it's, it's, it's for everyone, you know, you see those, those Nicole Kidman AMC yeah. things and you're like, this is, it's already like, you know, <laughs> like you're a, a, a robot, mm-hmm. you know, an Android of some sort. And it's good. It's only gonna, it's just going to get exponentially worse. And if you, there's a point at which the face, the human face want, wants what it wants and it wants to go down. There's and no more elasticity in your skin. It can't have, it can't work and it's going to be bad. And, you know, I, I, I just, yeah. And it's, but it's also it's imperative to like, look as much that like kind of, if I, if you squint, uh-huh. you still look kind of like blocky. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it, but it, it also you look like jigsaw, right? The the, <laughs> the the look that once people pass a certain point with surgery, in my opinion, it it doesn't look like nobody's fooled. We know better now that it's like you don't end up looking younger. You just look right. more that. Yeah, you yeah. look more like that. The goal originally was to be like, well, I want to keep my youth. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna like do things to like anti-age but now it's morphed into something else like i'm just gonna i guess i'll go this route i think yeah mm-hmm. i think it becomes just like i don't want to look old and if i look mm-hmm. i'll, I'll choose natural, anything else that's okay I'll choose <laughs> anything except old right like megan sure just like- <laughs> i mean i also like at the end like my my I, it's something that i don't need to understand it's not my right. my body my face understand that pressure yeah, is, yeah yeah exactly and it, I, who cares Madonna is fine. She doesn't need to tell sit me down and be like, this is this is the motivation behind it. I'm scared, Eric. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> is that what you wanted? <laughs> you made me cry, Eric. After all the joy I've given you. It's 40 years. God you can't it. see it. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. My tear ducts don't crying. work anymore. But... It looks like I'm sweating, but those are tears. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to rank her performances and say which ones Ooh. we think are the best or the order in which we think they go? Shall we each create an order right now? <laughs> um, there went seven I can of do them. It. So I would say let's put causing a commotion at seven since it doesn't even feel real. Okay. I feel good. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's I think I want to put Vogue at one. Yes. So now we just have we. Just Do you disagree? Two through six. No, no, no. That's good. Yeah, Vogue's one for sure. For six, I would probably do Shanti Ashtangi Ray of Light. Hmm. Because I just think vocally, okay. she's the least sure of herself. Yeah, these would be tough because yeah. they're all really good performances. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I you want to put, keep working backwards? You want to go to five? I wanna, I'm going to put express yourself too. That's my yes. vote. No, I agree. Express yourself too. Vogue, express yourself. And from the bottom up now, we have okay, Cosmic Emotion. Like yeah. Cosmic Emotion, Ray of Light. I, from the bottom. Oh, wait. You, yes. You did Cosmic Emotion, Ray of Light. 
we have left are two like a virgins two like a virgins and uh bye bye, bye, bye baby. baby but the one like a virgin goes into hollywood with missy elliott coming right. in right i think the uh, one that goes in, I, I think i think like i think original like a virgin is number three i think you have to just the just, just because like of what it is and everything. what it yeah sure okay mm-hmm. and then it's kind of where bye, how do you close? Uh, i'm gonna say the you next bye, one bye. I do love Bye Bye Baby, but I think that the the Britney Christina kiss uh, that I'm one four. is for yeah. I agree. and then Bye Bye Baby yeah then Ray of Light. This is definitive. This ranking yeah. is definitive. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we've got Cos- look how quickly we agreed. Seven. We agreed. No fighting. Jaunty Ashtange Ray of Light number six. Number five is Bye Bye Baby. Like a Virgin the remix we'll call it. Then Like a Virgin the original. Number two Express Yourself and number one Vogue. Yeah. I think you called that one not the remix, but you just call it like a virgin Virgin slash Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Because it's really Hollywood's the song she's promoting. But no one's talking about Hollywood. I mean, (laughs) the kids, but they really talk about it. Right, 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 right. Okay, so for my death match, so what we're going to do now is there are, we have ranked all of her other tours. We have definitive, what we consider the definitive version performances of these songs. And so we're going to rate to see if any of those her VMA performances stack up against them if we think those are better than what she's done in her tour. What is the number one version of her tours right now? Does that make sense? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. this is, I'm just going to listen to you guys because I, yeah, I don't remember. I, think I don't remember the tour version. Okay. All right. Great. 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 So the first one, Like a Virgin. So what is the current champ is the Blonde Ambition Tour version of Like a Virgin, which is the slowed down one with the cone bras and that sort of <gasps> sitari accompaniment. <laughs> That's right, the right, reigning right. champ. Pretty much from day one. Yes, I don't think anything's usurped that one. And as iconic as her VMA one is, her, her first one is, and as much fun as the, that one slash Hollywood, to me, it's still Blonde Ambition. What I do you think, agree. Jason? I would agree. Blonde Ambition, yeah. Eric? And we're comparing this now with both, with both the V, or just with the Hollywood one first. Uh... Whichever you want to do. I think it's still going to be that that the Blonde Ambition is the winner above both of them. Mm-hmm. With a slight argument to like the um, the VMAs winning just because it was kind of what launched her. Yeah, I could see that there's sort of like a debate where you kind of go like that first one is so iconic it feels yeah. somewhat undeniable. But I don't. I also think that that song in Blonde Ambition was such an iconic reinvention that it's it sort of launched the idea of like, oh, Madonna's going to do this. She's never Whatever song she does again, it's going to be different than how you've yeah. done before. She's an artiste. Indeed. So I, right. I could see but, they're like real close, but I still, for me, it's still Blonde Ambition. Okay. Yeah. Honorable really mention VMAs. <laughs> Eight, 1984. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. I don't think we need to relitigate causing a commotion. because it doesn't really count oh that's true because Because we already decided that blonde ambition was better than and this is the same performance okay i agree i still think and i but i I, also think the blonde but yeah the blonde ambition one is better than shao talia i think it's double indemnity double indemnity or something like that like you can't (laughs) you can't retrial a case that is (laughs) yeah it's already been decided all right then so that one's the same okay then express yourself we're uh, still against the Blonde Ambition tour. This one for me is tough. I love this little threesome of her, 
her with Donna right. and Nikki, and I love the big one too. Yeah. So, uh, it is tough also because like the core of it is the same. Yeah, right. It's pretty much the same choreography. It's Madonna and the same two backup singers, you know. And so it's just like Blonde Ambition, instead of handheld mics, they have headsets. Uh, yeah, her bustier is different, and she has mm-hmm. backup dancers. So in a way, there there's not a lot that's different. Blonde I will ambition. also go Blonde Ambition. I just think really the, uh, okay, just fine. No, no, no! Come and talk about it. Don't, don't just end up like that, Eric. <laughs> I, I think that because "Express Yourself" is such like a sisterhood song, and it's just the three of them uh-huh. is really powerful to me. And like, yes, in the in the Blonde Ambition, they're they're like in charge of all the men. But in this one, in the this one, they're like, we don't even need men in this. We don't even need other dancers. It's just us three. We got it. Okay. All right. Imagine a friend of yours is like, I've never heard Express Yourself. What are you going to show? What would I put on? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <One ambition>. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you've made an excellent argument. It's a great argument. And, it's and a I like, great agree. Argument. And I and also I was what I remembered is remember when Gaga premiered Born This Way, and the very next yeah. day Madonna on her YouTube channel re-released the VMA clip to be like, ahem. Uh, oh, about really? This song? Yeah, it was like real clear. It was like something that had not been on her channel that it was just like, oh, now this is on. Ah. <laughs> and she released the VMA ones. So that maybe yeah. is like her favorite version. Maybe. Maybe it's just like the one she got to first. She, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 here. <laughs> okay, fine. Blunt Ambition Tour can have it. All right. I, I like the version you did for the uh, <laughs> with the, the ASL. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Thank might you. Have the edge. You <laughs> Thank know. you, Jason. Um, um, okay, the the one that's next on the list, I actually want to save that one for last. Okay. So let's okay. jump now. That's to- the most controversial one. That's right. when it's going to be. So the- next is mm, that's Bye Bye Baby. Blood. I think we also don't need to yeah, decide this. The, the, the winner's same performance. also the early show, so it's kind of the same. Yeah. That's a draw. Okay, so next we have Ray of Light, the Shanti Ashtangi Ray of Light, and the current champ is Sticky and Sweet Tour. Uh, for me, I just think like vocally, she's still un- she's so unsure in the VMAs that I have to go with Sticky and Sweet would be get my vote. Is this one where she oh, Sticky and Sweet, Sticky and Sweet? She plays guitar, right? She's got guitar, yeah. She's playing guitar in that one. I'm gonna vote for for the VMAs because it's like it's a dance party and she's part of the dance party and Lenny Kravitz is playing guitar and just let Lenny Kravitz play guitar and Madonna do what you do. Give us a dance party. I like it. I like this Mm. version a lot. And I want the VMAs to win something (laughs) besides maybe both. Jason. Oh my God, you guys. I'm very, it's, I'm very, I'm. John. I'm very torn. Jason, if you might know the sense, but John, do you think that the sticky and sweet is lowered a little bit key wise. Uh, it might be. Yeah, that's a just keep something to your, think about. Uh, something to think about. I mean, she just sounds so much better. <laughs> the sticky and I mean, sweet. Toy. <laughs> that's I, mean, only, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I like the dance party element of it. All that. It's stuff the thing. It's like if I could split it into, like, I could say the vocal her is the, is the tour and She's out of breath. She, you could really hear. Her, like, she can navigate from her chest to head voice so much better here. Maybe it's because they lowered the key, but that's what they should have done <laughs> in the first place for the first yeah. place. No, or like let that be the studio version and it's i not, just yeah because like, it's not noticeably lower it doesn't sound 
lower to me, but I don't have the I don't have the most trained ear. <laughs> um, I God, I see, Eric. I don't. It's okay. It's okay. We don't know each other well yet, and it's I want to bond with you over this. <laughs> It's fine. I will, but in terms of, uh, yeah, I think sticky. I think you have to follow your heart. You, you're not going to sleep tonight if you don't. <laughs> that almost sounded like a threat, though, for a second. <laughs> you're not going to sleep you, tonight. If, but if follow you don't your do heart. what I say, you won't wake up tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think sticky and sweet. Yeah, because I do. Again, only because I, I love that song and I found I felt nonplussed. Well, I was excited to watch the VMAs performance, which I don't remember watching back. In, two, in 98, right? 98? Yeah. And I was excited for it, and I was, I felt a little let down by it, and then it was nice to hear her. Sticky she, and sweet, too. I was impressed with her in the Sticky and Sweet, so yeah. It, it's yeah, a good performance, that. it's fine. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sticky <laughs> and Sweet. So now, the last one, Vogue. And the current champ is the Blonde Ambition Tour. So it's that that up against the VMAs. And Vogue is something we've she's done five times on tour. It's come up a bunch in our, you know, in previous episodes. And we always say like that like she does she I feel like she's never had a bad version of Vogue, or she never had a mm-hmm. version of Vogue where I'm like, eh, I'm not quite sure about this. Yeah. But we always go back to the original and say, like, it's iconic, it's that moment, it's that cast, it's those dancers, it's that moment. And we've often said that we think the only thing that might usurp it is the VMAs. I think I I I vote VMAs on okay. it. That's how that's my that's my gut. That's okay. my gut is VMAs. Go with it. It's smart that you went first, so then you won't be breaking any time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't, don't want to go through that again. I don't want to go through it again. Oh God, this one's tough. Oh, this one's tough God. because similar to so other things, it's like it's the same cast. Yeah. It's the same cast. Still, that moment in time in that like yes we're still talking about the same snapshot we're still like i love the like we're just like the sweatiness of the blonde ambition tour mm-hmm. i love how like in the recording of it you know her she's got not the ponytail but the, the curls, curls yeah. and her hair is just like so it's so mm-hmm. raw and their costumes are just all black it's they're so opposite there's yes. no two more polar opposite performances of the same song that I can think of in the history of music. Hmm. <laughs> like really like one's like so stripped down, just like black bodysuits like for everybody. Club at any moment. Really. Yeah. So a couple of like weird hats, but like some like tall like feather clearly, hats. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just about bodies and voguing. And then we have the same thing, which is the same people doing this like very ball thing, ball culture. Like we are like just royalty now. We are so high class. We are so rich. We are aristocracy. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I'm going to cut my own head off. Think of the the poster. (laughs) Look at that. There's a poster. It's a box set, and it's a, a box set is like we're gonna have, we get one poster, we put a poster in the box set. What what image best captures? Oh, how right. about they this? They didn't do they didn't do the video. They no. could have chosen the video. They could have. They chosen- yeah, they could have. Mm-hmm. They chose the V. Damn God damn days. <laughs> I don't know why I have no I have no skin in this. And the VMAs stands for Veronica, Madonna, and Show V. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the 
Okay. <laughs> All right, John, what do you think it is? Oh, it's tough, I'm but my gut does, does go VMA. How do you feel, Eric, though? I'm still like, I'm persuadable. Here's what I feel like. They're both so good that I don't know. That, I don't know if one has to win. Could, are you suggesting this could be our first and perhaps only tie? Yeah, I think that like there's a fight to the death in a, a death match. There's a fight to the death, and but neither one can kill the other one. They mm. both recognize that they and are because they're powerful. Yeah, because they're not trying to outdo each other. They're like like I said, just they're because they're so name. opposite. Yeah, mm. um, it's like. It's like Godzilla and Kong must team up. <laughs> exactly. To, 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 to against an external <laughs> yeah. enemy. I yeah. will say this. If one of them dropped a fan, I would definitely go Blonde Ambition. <laughs> yeah. Or we could we could put this to our listeners. Oh. We haven't done that yet. Okay. You guys decide. To, All right, to break the tie. We're going to put something on uh, uh, Instagram. We'll put we'll put polls up somewhere. We'll let you know, and you can vote and decide if you think a poll. What's a poll? <laughs> That's a poll. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, here you are with that gay shit again. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Truth or Dare. Um, all right. Well, I love that Truth is, or Dare. That is a death match, and at the moment, the VMAs have not taken anything. It's a we're yeah we're deadlocked. We can't decide. But that might, it might make sense just in fact that like the tours are like rehearsed. She's in complete control, whereas the VMAs are like rehearsed, but she probably had like an hour on the stage. Which makes Vogue all the more impressive, uh, okay. does it not? <laughs> and also, we... John, you must remember you voted for Vogue before you passed it to Eric, who then said he couldn't decide. <laughs> so it's even less like a tie and more uh... like 2.5 versus 0.5. <laughs> That's true. The war is within Eric. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. <laughs> but I'm also muff things up here. If we are You're a jury, if we're a jury of Madonna's peers, we are a hung jury because I will not. Get in. We are a well hung jury. <laughs> oh, well you. hung jury. Oh. I might be overstating. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, you got it right. <laughs> All right. Jason's Italian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't let the Irish last name fool you. <laughs> All oh right, so God. that is Madonna and the VMAs. Yes. So, we any final it. thoughts? Any? Uh, I think <laughs> I think your metaphor, Jason, was apt. It's watching the apple. Uh, <laughs> The time, the time lapse video of an apple <laughs> yes. disintegrating. Very biblical reference. Oh, uh, for Poe for Madonna. <laughs> Original oh, sin. It was uh, so, do we think she'll perform so again at the VMAs ever? I do. If she hasn't performed in there in twenty years, I just don't think. I don't think, think she will. I don't know. I do think she will because I think the celebration tour is going to have she's some. Near, yeah, if she's in town. Yeah, I think she's going to have another moment. I think she's gonna have a moment. We're like 40 years into her career now, and that was like- We just had that moment. That's true. I mean, I think this... if they're still around in 10 years, they'll, I mean, they'll at least have her come out and talk about someone else. What do you think she would prefer? Like, you know, cause she should, should she still, well, you know, I mean, she's gonna do- she's... I think she's gonna have to do, 
like live oh. to tell, like just sit, oh. in, sit in a chair and sing live to I love that song. She, that's so right. That's a thing. An older woman could yeah. like sit and do a beautiful no, she, rendition of live to she's tell. Do I've lived to tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping this thing, <laughs> this bloat. I'm keeping my implants. <laughs> my butt implants. Oh. So Jason. Yes. If you were to go see the celebration tour, is there something you hope that she would do? Oh my gosh! I mean, I think. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, what what number? What what song? Yeah, what I hope that she yeah, would do? I, think, I mean, yeah. definitely. I, the first thing that springs to mind is Vogue, but right. But there's something that like you like. Obviously, she's going to do Vogue. She's going to do Holiday. She's going to do like a prayer. Well, is I don't know. Is it like, obvious? Yes, that is obvious. Is there like a uh, thing of like, oh, I want to do Oh Father, or like even Live to Tell? I think you did say Live to Tell. Live yeah. to tell. I think live to yeah. tell would be uh, would be lovely. I'd like to hear her, like just sing, yeah, just sing that. Be, I, I would love that. Yeah, I feel like that's a song that gets better the the more the performer ages. <laughs> yeah, you know, it takes it's on her, like I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, it's like a man has lived a thousand lives. I've learned medicine. Like, yeah. I think it would be beautiful. Yeah. I think yeah, I think yeah. something that could be poignant and and uh, embracing time instead of <laughs> battling it. <laughs> No, yeah, I think that would be I think that would be my answer then. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great answer. Jason, is there anything you wanna plug, promote? No people no. come unfollow you. Uh, yeah, they can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Jason015 on Instagram. And uh yeah, and uh, uh they can look out for a opening weekend podcast, which uh maybe maybe finishing its uh hundred episode run or transitioning turning from a caterpillar into some sort of exotic or scary butterfly that i i I don't know what it's going to be but you do have you do have a podcast that has 100 episodes yeah Uh, opening weekend opening weekend podcast.com and it's uh yeah john's been listening to it over the we started it during the pandemic and uh we have 100 episodes in the can. Well, we have 97 episodes Ooh. in the can, and we have to do the the, the <laughs> final three with this trio of gotcha. uh, of hosts. Keeping the band together. Uh, yeah, it's on iTunes, Spotify, all that. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it in our show notes. Thank you so much, you guys. This was so much fun. Thank and- you so much. This so great. Thank you so much for listening. If you have comments or questions or just want to reach out to us, you can reach us at thecelebrationcelebration at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram account at the Celebration Celebration. Special thanks to Dynamo for our artwork. And if you could do us a lovely favor and rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts, it really helps people find the show and we appreciate it. And when you're re- reviewing us, just remember, we're not your bitch. Don't hang your shit on us. <laughs>so wait in your mind were you madonna or were you donna or nikki i was madonna in my mind because i kind of had her hairstyle in this i had like i had like glossy bleached hair oh, oh god so good i don't know dukakis campaign poster in there <laughs> olympia dukakis with a brick olympia Olympia Dukakis for president. (laughs) And now somebody who's getting more ass than a a bus seat, uh, (laughs) George Clooney. Altino Shade. (laughs) In case Ted Nugent is listening. (laughs)